Welcome into episode 19 of the Thunder Sports Report. I'm Rusty Lindsay, joined with Abram Erickson. And, and Abram, it's been pretty pretty quiet week. Things just kind of humming along, which is nice to see. Not really have to worry about uh, rescheduling, or it's just kind of nice to have the status quo for a change. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think that's kind of been true of, of athletics and of just regular campus life. Um, of course, things are ramping up a little bit here towards the end of the year with finals and papers and projects and assignments and things like that. But I think you're right. I think a lot of people are uh, hunkered down working on those things. Sports seem to be moving along, um, you know, at a decent clip and without many bumps in the road as of as of recently. So good to have that. And I guess, you know, probably we would have thought from the beginning if hey, if we could get this down by the end of the year and kind of have a couple of weeks of normalcy, we would probably have been pretty happy with that. Yeah, and, and better certainly better late than never uh, with the week's normalcy, and we'll get a chance to kind of tag along uh, with the with the spring sports. And as we we have had several highlight performances lately, especially over the weekend with Favor Azuzi setting a new school record in the 100 hurdles. You had baseball sweeping a doubleheader against Blackburn, and and softball at the end of last week getting a big win against uh, conference leading Milliken. So certainly some performances we need to highlight. Um, but just, just a lot going on and not to mention it's, uh, that's just the spring sports, but volleyball wrapping up its year with a marquee victory, uh, over third ranked Carthage. So certainly a lot of highlights that we'll, that we'll get to next week, not to, not to gloss over and, and act as if the, there's nothing of note going on on campus. No, oh, yeah. I, I was at the track meet. I was at the, the volleyball games and just uh, a lot of really fun and, like you said, really good performances, especially for volleyball to cap off the, the season. Um, really fun match there. And then track meet, of course, first track meet that, that Wheaton's hosted in just about two years. So a lot of energy, a lot of excitement um, out on McCulley um, back on Saturday. Just, yeah, the feeling of being back out on the track and um, watching Wheaton athletes perform and perform well was, was something that was a, a welcome breath of fresh air. Yeah, and certainly something that we'll get to with with our pod next week. But with our pod this week, we wanted to kind of address one of the uh, interesting facets of this year. And, and I think it's kind of come up a couple times as, as we've talked to, to athletes. And, and certainly um, someone who's taking advantage of that is Favor as we was getting the, the, the free year of after the spring season was canceled last year. But something that will come into play through the next four to five years uh, is is every athlete this year is not being charged a year of eligibility. So that certainly brings a lot of interesting possibilities into the fold. We mentioned in the winter sports recap, the, the guys coming back next year, that's going to stack the basketball team and, and other teams around the CCIW. But it certainly brings a lot of interesting aspects into play when all these athletes look at, hey, when I wrap up, there's a chance that I've got another year of eligibility to use and an opportunity to maybe get started on that next piece of education while they're still finishing up their athletic careers. Yeah, I, I think it offers a really unique opportunity. Um, and just, you know, it does, while, while being a really positive thing in, in that way and allowing for more time um, and, you know, on the field and more time in school um, for some of these players to, yeah, to complete some programs, some, to tack on some things to their, to their undergraduate degrees. Um, there's positives there, but there's also decisions to make. And of course, you know, every athlete who's, who's possibly going to consider using this extra year has got to think about, you know, um, whether it's worth it to stick around for, you know, another year, get some more school, whether playing sports has that, you know, um, 
it has that benefit for them. There's really just, you know, there's trade-offs and an opportunity cost for everything. You know, we look at the basketball team, like you mentioned, got a lot of seniors sticking around for next year, but we've also got Gavin Hawkins who decided to um, just graduate in a normal four-year schedule. And so I think we're going to see plenty of people taking advantage, but plenty of people having to, you know, uh, take some time to weigh those options and, and think about what next steps are going to be. Yeah, and it certainly opens up opens up the door to a lot of possibilities. Really, I mean, you 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 open that especially for underclassmen. You have some flexibility with an education that maybe maybe their time here will allow a double major or, or the addition of a minor. Or, or, or if you're trying to just kind of move on, you can kind of start to look at the master's program if you still want to use that extra year. That it's there tends to be a lot of options that are now available, especially to the underclassmen and and the the people who haven't been here as long. Yeah, I think that's a good point, and that's something that I I kind of miss sometimes. And I think maybe is glossed over a little bit um, here at Wheaton, just being you know a pretty academically rigorous environment where where people are you know getting their classes done and, and have a pretty good you know plan for what their four years are going to look like and and things like that. But we see plenty of people graduate in you know a semester early or a year early or anything like that. But but adding the opportunity for a fifth year. Um, I think is really valuable and something that probably isn't heard about or talked about enough, but the ability to, like you said, add a major or, you know, add a minor or whatever it could be to, to finish up those credits and to, to spread out the credit load over another year. There's there's plenty of, you know, opportunities to do that probably originally, but, but by adding the incentive of, of possibly staying for another year for athletics, um, you know, you get the chance to to open up a lot of possibilities for, for people that otherwise, if you're kind of focused on this one track mindset of, okay, four years and I got to get out, I got to have everything done by my four years. I got to have my double major by then. And I've got to, you know, just get everything ticked off the list in those four years. It probably allows for a little breathing room for, for some people that would maybe like to take a little more time with it or, or yeah, explore a couple of different avenues um, that they wouldn't have gotten to do during their just regular four years. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's also some additional. It adds some maybe some pay, some headaches for coaches trying to figure out where things balance in their recruiting classes. But certainly for the student athlete, I, I feel like there's tons of benefits to doing so. Wheaton specifically, and I mean, it's maybe a little different than other schools, just because, like you mentioned, the the rigorous academic load and what you need to do in order to graduate on time and, and I think just kind of the the type of person that Wheaton attracts being just needing to fill that that need or that role um, and what the school is looking for I think lends itself to kind of being a little overzealous with with needing to worry about getting everything done on, on time and so I think I think it's probably healthy in a way uh, to provide the the avenue to kind of relax the academic load a little bit if you want to and allow yourself to to really enjoy what's ha- what you're going through instead of being so focused on needing to get through every and check every box and get out on time. Yeah, certainly. I think that's that's what I I mean to say when I talk about you know um, the norm seems to be people rushing so hard to graduate early um, in less than their four years. And of course, there's positive to that and and people that want to work hard towards that, and that's completely fine as well. But like you said, maybe. Um, a little bit of a swing in the other direction could be helpful too, especially for some students is uh, there's plenty of reasons why another year at Wheaton would be, would be a great choice and would, would have a ton of benefits outside of even the academic, um, you know, realm. Wheaton has so many incredible extracurricular opportunities 
campus groups, campus ministries that are, you know, really, really valuable. And, and having been a part of some of those, I can say they're some of my, you know, most important and most meaningful moments of my college career. And those have been outside the classroom. And I think being so focused um, on, on in the classroom and, again, trying to check those boxes um, and get things done on time can sometimes prevent students from being able to take full advantage of some of those other opportunities just because, you know, taking an 18 or 20 credit load every semester doesn't give you much time to explore some of those other options. So I think, you know, the ability to to maybe, obviously athletes that we're talking about here are, are well involved, you know, in something other than class and maybe there's still not going to be room for, for some to, to take advantage of those other things. But even if it's just, you know, being involved, volunteering with a, a campus group or, you know, doing something else like that, taking advantage of the, the awesome opportunities that, you know, Wheaton has in the Office of Christian Outreach or in the, the Student Activities Office or different areas where, where students can get involved in um, other things. I think, you know, that's something that even outside of academics, um, you know, you've got a little more time, like you said, if you stretch things out and kind of um, spread the course load out over another year, that, that you may be able to explore some, some things about Wheaton that you didn't get the chance to uh, in previous years. Yeah, we kind of came, we kind of landed on on this topic for the pod as a result of our talk with Luke Anthony a couple weeks ago, where he kind of mentioned the needing to find an avenue because because he had kind of gotten so far down the road with his academic work, but he still wanted to use the remaining eligibility that he, he came to the conclusion to, to pursue his master's and start with the, the Master's of, of Global Leadership program at Wheaton College. So it is kind of it raised the, the point that I'm not sure athletes are really aware of all the options they have, uh, especially even in, with this path, specific, specifically with the upperclassmen, where you're kind of at a point where I don't know that you can slow it down enough um, to kind of stay on track, where you've got this accelerated master's opportunity uh, and, and it's not just the program that, that we're going to talk with Dr. Lee about uh, later on in the podcast, but I mean, there's several opportunities with the, the master's programs at Wheaton specifically that would allow you to, to kind of have that option past your undergraduate window. Yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes there is a little bit of a separation or a thought of, you know, um, separation between undergraduates and, and the graduate school. And I think part of that is, you know, that's it's obvious why you know we don't interact with with the grad school students as much but they are just right down there in in billy graham hall and you know that's where that's where classes are and that's where they are you know kind of centered and so really especially at wheaton a small campus and you know it's it's easier i think than most students realize to kind of get involved at least not maybe not even committing but just thinking about um you know doing a graduate program at wheaton uh that's something that i'm considering currently and, you know, it's it's just been really easy and simple to, you know, head over there and, and talk to someone in the graduate school. And you find out a lot of, you know, opportunities, like you said, that you didn't know about. The way that Wheaton's trying to push this accelerated master's um, in a couple different fields, I think, is really valuable to students. Um, getting a chance to start on that um, during your undergrad year and then just taking one year um, afterwards to, to finish up a master's. I mean, again, to, to graduate with an undergrad in four and then a master's in five is an incredible opportunity for, for Wheaton students and something that I think Wheaton's going to try to continue to um, just try to make undergrad students aware of. And, and something that's a priority of the graduate school is, is making, making students aware that that's an option and, and something that they should heavily consider. So um, excited to hear from Luke and from Dr. Lee about how that, how that can work and ways that that's just a really feasible and really, you know, good option for, for what Wheaton seniors and, specifically athletes who may have another year could be thinking about. 
Yeah, and it's also worth noting that is that that as the options, you know, you look at those options at the at the graduate school that it, for Wheaton undergrads there are discounts available. Um, it's it's not a full sticker um, in every case for for Wheaton undergrad students moving on to the Wheaton graduate program. So I think that's pro- also worth noting ahead of of what we're going to talk about here. First, with first we'll hear from Luke Anthony in the second part of the interview we did uh, with our winter sports recap. And then we'll hear from Dr. Paul Lee with uh, the Masters of, of Global Leadership program. So we'll start with Luke, and, and then we'll hear from, from Dr. Lee um, here on the Thunder Sports Report. So obviously the, the biggest picture throughout the NCAA is the NCAA has given this, these blanket waivers to, to all the athletes and, and the ability to play a free year at, mm-hmm. at the end of their career. So how, do you, how, do you get, how have you maybe in conversations with guys or maybe you have an idea of how, how do you kind of attack that? Do you use that extra year? Is it just kind of maybe move on to the next thing? Or how does that look as you kind of figured mm-hmm. out what what everybody looks is, is maybe thinking there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely uh, different types of thought processes. I mean, for the football team, you know, it's a little different because you just got to come back through the fall so you can do part-time, take one course, which a lot of football guys are doing. And there's also a couple guys are, you know, a couple of them are planning on getting married this summer. They're like, hey, we got to start our next chapter of life. Um, so there's definitely like those people who are moving on, those people who are coming back. And then for basketball, I mean, all the seniors – besides Gavin Hawkins, are planning to come back just because we know we have a special team. And we, I mean, same with football, we have two special teams. We just want to be able to compete for that championship no matter how long it takes. And I know, like, Namie is also planning on taking this uh, Masters in Global Leadership uh, graduate program so that he can finish off his eligibility. Um, I don't know if he, he me and him all, both have two years left. Um, I don't plan on taking the two years he might I haven't really talked to him that much about it but a lot of the I mean because you only get to play sports once in your life so there's a lot of guys there you know doing everything they can to um be able to play this, their sport when the time comes and I like my roommate Kate also he uh we deferred in the fall um just so we could have that opportunity that decision to uh play when the time came yeah as as you and, and maybe it kind of came about too late in the career that you can kind of put off some some courses and, and maybe mm-hmm. leave that. But like you said, having two semesters of basketball makes that kind of tricky. So mm-hmm. how do you, how do you come about looking at the Masters of Global Leadership program and, and maybe deciding what avenue to take to make sure that you can fulfill the the class avenues you need to in mm-hmm. order to continue playing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, the Masters of Global Leadership program. The reason why I chose to is just. It was really such a blessing, um, really a God thing that I was able to have this opportunity because I didn't really know how I was going to match uh, my undergrad credits with finishing up playing both football and basketball. And thankfully, when the, when this uh, program came about, I, it like solved all my problems. Um, so it's just been, you know, just great. And it's also just an added, um, I mean, you guys resume builder and it's also just a great master's program where I could learn to become a better leader, um, just learn communication skills and a bunch more of soft skills that will help me in the business world after I am officially done with uh, we in college. Yeah, it, fe- it feels like it's almost a perfect fit for athletes mm-hmm. who are looking to, to find that extra year that they want to use and that it's kind of there's inherent 
things that happen, especially at college athletics, that almost go hand in hand with a program like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it really is. I mean, it's it's a one year program. Um, you can start it during your undergrad, which was huge for me because I wasn't I didn't have my undergrad courses set up um, just because it wasn't a program at the time. But just be able to start the graduate uh, degree while finishing up my undergrad has been a huge blessing. And it, I mean, it's huge for other people. So this way, if they want to say finish in the fall of 2022 or whenever the time comes, they can start their graduate degree while taking undergrad courses. I think that's just a huge um, key to people being able to finish off their last years of eligibility. Yeah, and certainly something that is going to play, I don't know, that plagues the right word, but dominate the college landscape for the next few years is anybody who who played this year is going to have that year for free mm-hmm. should they want it. So it's certainly a program that I think will become pretty attractive over the next few years. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I already know a couple of the younger guys in the football team are looking into it and a couple are planning on doing it just so that they can, you know, use your last year of eligibility. Great. Well, Luke, thanks for taking the time to, to talk with us. I know this has been a very odd cycle of, of mm-hmm. sports and, and hopefully the next time we, we get a chance to talk to you, it'll be a normal thing in the fall and we'll be, we'll be leading up to some football again. Sounds good. I appreciate it. That was senior football and basketball player Luke Anthony with our first interview, and you heard him mention during the interview the Masters of Global Leadership program. After hearing about that, I reached out to the director of the program, Dr. Paul Lee, and here's our interview with him. Joined with Dr. Paul Lee, who is a the North Aldean Professor of Business and runs the Global Masters Leadership Program at Wheaton College. Dr. Lee, thanks for taking the time to join us here on the Thunder Sports Report. I know it, your program is is probably one that will come up a lot as we move forward. Um, but mm-hmm. let me kind of start. Let me kind of start at the beginning here and and kind of ask your how you came to Wheaton College and what was it about Wheaton that that attracted you to to join the program here. Thank you, Rusty, for inviting me. Uh, I'm thrilled to be here and to be able to introduce to you this new program in global leadership at master's level. So I came to Wheaton at eight years ago. I came to Wheaton because mostly uh, it was an intentionally Christ-centered institution where you integrate faith into everything that you do. Also, this is a liberal arts school. That means that uh, the programs are intentionally created to give you a very holistic experience. So you're not just focusing on just one aspect of business. Uh, the whole Department of Business and Economics uh, focuses uh, widely on all aspects of business, starting from management, strategy, accounting, um, uh, finance, and uh, all kinds of aspects. So this uh, business, uh, the uh, Master's of Arts in Global Leadership program, is very similar. So we have a very strong uh, foundation on biblical engagement. At the same time, we are trying to provide a very practical education for our students so that they can get a head start in their career. So I, I know there, there can be kind of a, in the athletics world, it feels like leadership is something that's inherent with athletes. Uh, and so when you feel a, a program teaching leadership, how is it that the program goes about teaching leadership and building leaderships, and, and especially in our world when it feels like you either have it or you don't? That's a great question, Rusty. Now, contemporary research shows us that 
leaders are not born. They are actually made through experiences as well as uh, learning key principles that are tested and proven by empirical research. So, uh, I mean, I was not born as a leader. <laughs> I am still learning to be a leader. And I think most of the people who are in position of leadership, uh, many people would not consider that like, I'm born with I'm born with the uh, skills and the traits of leaders. And the, res the researchers show that that is not the case at all. So leadership is something that actually you can teach and you can learn. And the program at, uh, at Wheaton College, Master of Arts in Global Leadership, we build, we believe that we can build leaders on three pillars. There are three core pillars, I think, that support a strong leadership skills. The first pillar, we believe, uh, is being Wheaton. Uh, we know that uh, there are biblically grounded leadership principles. So, it, it, so, for example, what are some of the principles that God teaches us through the Bible in terms of developing us as effective leaders? And then we also draw from the evidence-based leadership research. So what are the tested and proven leadership practices by empirical research? And the third pillar we believe are practical skills. These are uh, these particular leadership skill sets that can be applied in different contexts. So we will be helping students develop, for example, uh, strong communication skills, cross-cultural skills, and skills such as strategic thinking and analytical skills, and also change management skills. These are uh, practical know-hows that uh, you can learn from uh, different leaders, as well as uh, uh, by going through case studies together and looking at uh, practical real situations uh, businesses and organizations face today, and we'll be analyzing together in class. So, so describing those three pillars, it feels like, just in the context of, of kind of where we center the podcast, it feels like it's a little bit of a perfect fit for an athlete at Wheaton College. Because you kind of, you to, to be here at Wheaton in the first place, you're already looking at the biblically grounded principles. And, and most of these athletes are coming in with a sense of what it takes to be a leader in, in their particular field, court, uh, wherever they're on the field. So this feels like it's, it's something that's set up very well for, for Wheaton athletes. Absolutely. I think especially for Wheaton athletes now, they are staying, some of them are staying for another year to compete in this uh, championship uh, uh, competition next year. And as they are competing at the highest level, I think they can actually prepare themselves uh, for the next chapter in their life, which will be, they will be, uh, I know these, some of these, knowing some of these uh, student athletes, I know they will be leaders in some context. So uh, while they are playing sports they love, if they can get a master's education that can help them and prepare for the next level, I think it is a win-win. And also these uh, master's level in leadership, it will not only prepare, I think it will actually help them develop the core skills and knowledge sets that they need in order to get a head start and move, uh, like move ahead of uh others uh, in, uh, as they hit the ground in the uh, career, in their career. You, you had mentioned kind of looking at, at case studies and, and assessing maybe strengths and weaknesses of, of how things had played out. This feels like a day and age where 
that this is a class that can almost be taught in real time and in, in that we kind of continue to see these situations in the daily news that that it feels almost more prescient than ever to, to, for this program. That's right. That's right. So we're trying to make this program as practical as possible. So students, uh, all the students that are coming out of Wheaton, they had a very strong liberal arts foundation. Now, the question is oftentimes I get from students is that, so how do I apply these uh, vast and interconnected knowledge in the work field, in the career, in their career? Now, the MAGL provides that opportunity for them to really process this together, right? And it's not going to be just the Wheaton uh, students that are taking these classes, that we have a uh, working professional who are joining. And so students are matched with working professionals and trying to uh, uh, really delve into these uh, core issues in case studies. So what are some of the uh, leaders, what like main challenges that leaders are facing in the marketplace today? And how do they solve this problem? And how can we use the knowledge uh, developed in uh, deep empirical research and apply into the context of a real context that we uh, will be looking at through case studies? So uh, the, the case studies provide an opportunity for them to really think through these uh, and process different issues using the knowledge that they already learned. So what is what is the program? How does the, the program structure itself that would that would allow it to be uh, a feasible option? Because I know athletes worry about time management. So how does the program if, if they're looking to to use that extra year given with the covid uh, waiver this year? How does the program structure itself that, that it's a possibility for them to be able to balance both? Again, I mean, that's an excellent question. The program itself is designed with maximum flexibility. Uh, for working professional. So there will be a hybrid classes of online and intensive in-person classes. So students will not be uh, in their classes every day like in undergraduate years. So there will be some intensive uh, classes on campus, maybe at the most three weeks a year. And a lot of these classes are also uh, online classes that they, they can take, and, and some of them are asynchronous, some of them are synchronous. So we're trying to make as flexible as possible so students and as well as a working professionals can take this class, uh, these classes and complete the degree. And if they do actually full time, they will be able to complete, uh, I think, uh, 16 months. I mean, if they have taken some of uh, classes uh, during the undergrad years, they can finish in within a year, actually. But most of the people we can finish if they uh, for, take full time within about 16 months. So if for those who are interested in the program, what, what would be the next step for them? How would they go about either finding out more information about the program or starting the process of, of initiating the application process? Yeah, first go to our uh, MAGL website. And there is a link to apply and find out. You can also find out more about the program. You can look at the uh, courses that are offered. But if you start the application process, you're not actually committing to the program yet. But if you start the application process and somebody from graduate school will reach out to you and provide all the information. And also you can ask questions. They will be able to answer your questions. So I think if you start the application process, you'll, get, uh, uh, you'll be able to uh, get more information. For the program. Great. Uh, anything else I should ask you about that you'd like to hit on here? Yeah. 
I guess one last thing that I would want to uh, mention is that when you join this program, you are joining a community of like-minded uh, potential leaders for the future. So, you know, uh, in Proverbs 27, 17, says, uh, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So in MAGL, again, you'll be joining a community of like-minded leaders pursuing the same leadership excellence built on biblical principles. So there will be ample opportunities for you to develop new friendships and learn from each other, as well as uh, you can learn from this cutting edge research and leadership out there. That's great. Dr. Lee, thank you so much for, for taking the time to join us. This, this has been great. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of athletes looking into this program over the next few years as they weigh the opportunity to, to use that final year. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you for inviting me to share about this exciting new program.